All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees have now lost four straight games coming off their 13-game winning streak. They've lost four straight, two to the A's, two to the Angels, and they have essentially been eliminated from the AL East. It was always going to be a long shot for them to get back and win the division no matter how well they had played since 4th of July or since the All-Star break or since the trade deadline, but the division's over. You can't lose two games to the Angels, who are fucking awful who lost two games to the Orioles last week. That can't happen. But that's what's happened the last two nights, and the Yankees, their division dreams are over. They're eight games back at the Rays now, 30 games to play, a race eight games in 30 games. This is a good team. This Rays team is on pace to have the most wins in a single season in franchise history. They only have to play 500 baseball for the remaining 30 games to finish with 99 wins. Just have to go 15 and 15 to get to 99 wins. And if they even went 500, the Yankees would have to go 23-7 and seven to tie them. 23-7. and seven. So if the Rays play three games over, the Yankees have to go 26-4. and four. So the division's over. It's over. The Yankees needed to take care of their own business. They have failed to do that the last few days. They needed the Red Sox help. The Red Sox are fucking awful. And maybe it's a good thing that the Rays are beating up on the Red Sox because the Yankees, while they've been losing, they've maintained a lead for the first wild card spot. Three games in the lost column over the Red Sox. Now the A's are tied with the Red Sox, so it's three games in the lost column over the A's. The Mariners are still there. The Blue Jays are somewhat still there. The The Yankees have to fend off these teams for 30 games. A whole nother month of this. A little over a month of this. As the season ends on October 3rd and on October 5th, two days after the season ends, I'll see everyone at Yankee Stadium because that's when the Yankees will be playing in the one-game playoff. For the fourth time since 2015, just unbelievable. A team with World Series expectations is going to have to play in the one-game playoff, and and we'll be lucky at this point if they host the one-game playoff, if they keep playing this way. So what you're getting is you're getting Garrett Cole in the wildcard game. You hope to win that game. Then two days later, you go to Tampa without Garrett Cole because he won't be available to at least game three. So you'll go to Tampa, play the best team in the East, a team that's kicked your ass for a few years, kicked your ass under the Aaron Boone era, the end of the Joe Girardi era, always beats the shit out of you in Tampa. You won't have your best starter till game three. That's what you're getting as a wild card team if you win the wild card game. And that's a huge if. Because if they see Boston in the wild card game and they see Chris Sale, there's a good chance they don't get past the wild card game. They could see Oakland, one of their good starters. They don't have a true ace, but one of their good starters gets hot. They could be out. They could see the Blue Jays and Jose Barrios or Robbie Ray or Hudjin Ryu be out. This isn't a lock that this team can win the one-game playoff, even if it's at home, because it's a fucking one-game playoff. And that's why you do everything you can to avoid playing in it. And the Yankees haven't even come close to doing everything they can to avoid playing in it. And that was the same old shit the last two nights in Anaheim, where Luke Voigt, once again, isn't in the fucking lineup so that Brett Gardner can play. I am so sick of seeing Brett Gardner's name in the starting lineup. I am so sick of seeing Brett Gardner flail weekly against left-handed pitching. I am so sick of Brett Gardner on the Yankees. And I think back to the movie Moneyball, where... Billy Bean in the movie is forced to trade Carlos Pena and Jeremy Giambi so that Art Howe is forced to play Scott Hattenberg because that's the best lineup. 
it's almost at the point where the only way to get Brett Gardner out of the lineup is if the Yankees forced him into a midseason A-Rod-like retirement. Because if he's on this fucking roster, he's going to continue to play. Luke Voigt won Player of the Week. And since then, he's played three games, started three games in about 10 days. But that's not the only problem. Gary Sanchez, prior to the trade deadline, was batting third on the Yankees, keeping the season from falling apart. It was on the brink many times there in July from just being ruined. And they relied on Gary Sanchez, who had come back and looked great, to carry them in the middle of the order. And he did a great job. In Anaheim, Gary Sanchez is batting eighth. He's batting behind Rugnet Odor. He's batting behind Gio Urshela. Gio Urshela came back from being injured and couldn't look fucking worse. It's unbelievable how bad he looks at the play. He looks like a guy who needed another two weeks of rehab games. Not even close on fastballs, grounding out on every pitch. He goes from batting 8th to 6th. Sanchez gets bumped down to 8th. They got to put Rodor in the lineup. Michael Kay is talking about how they, Aaron Boone felt he needed to get Rugnod Odor's start here. Why? Why? Rugnod Odor fucking sucks. Let's not forget that. He's hit a few home runs. Yes, if any fringe major leaguer with his past power was given as many at-bats and chances as he was this year, they would hit some home runs. He's horrible. He's horrible. He's a depth guy. At best, he does not need to be given starts. No one needs to be given starts here. There's 30 games left. You have not clinched a playoff berth. You have now officially pissed away the division. The division is gone. Eight games in 30 games is not getting erased. It's not. The Rays are way too good for that to happen. This thing was at four games four days ago. It's up to eight. Garrett Cole doesn't show up on Wednesday night. It could be up to nine. No one needs to be getting starts here. No one other than the best nine available players. And that's never happened. (laughs) It's never happened. Because the Yankees went out and got Rizzo because Voigt was hurt. Voigt comes back. He doesn't play. When he does play, someone else gets a day off. Just play the fucking best nine, guys. It's not hard. It's really not. It's not hard at all. And Aaron Boone was given some leeway because this 13-game winning streak, you had the Aaron Boone fan club that saying, oh, look, look, oh, you're going to criticize him now? Yeah, I'm going to criticize him. He's fucking awful at his job. A 13-game winning streak didn't erase April, didn't erase May, didn't erase June, didn't erase part of July, and now here we are in August. It didn't erase it because they are still eight games back in the division. And it's gone. It's gone. So in the Aaron Boone era now, they will have played in the wildcard game, won a division, been knocked out by the Rays in five games, and back in the wildcard game. And part of that is his line of construction. The other part is him just staying with pitchers too long. Corey Kluber was unhittable. Literally unhittable. He had a no-hitter going the other night. But then things unraveled. And they unraveled quickly. Three first pitch singles in a row. Three pitches, three singles. 
the Yankees lead went from 2 nothing to 2-1, two, to one, two guys on. Corey Kluber loaded the bases, and no one was warming up in the bullpen. No one. What are we doing here? And he gives up the grand slam, and he had to stay in the game because no one was warming up to that point. Aaron Boone likes to leave guys in until there's there's nowhere else to go, where one pitch will ruin a game. He likes to leave relievers in to go batter to batter to try to steal outs, and then once they load the bases, he'll bring another reliever in who may not have it and has to be perfect because the bases are loaded. He did it with Kluber. He lets him stay in, gives up a grand slam, game gets out of reach. And then the next night, he does the same thing. Jamison Tyone gives up a three-run home run. The next inning, he has unraveled. He has second and third with no outs. He does not have it. He had given up three runs. He is now a second and third with no outs. He battles back to get two outs, then intentionally walks Shohei Otani because obviously he's going to do that. And then in typical Jamison Tyone fashion, he can't put anyone fucking away with two strikes. So he just gives up a bunch of foul balls until he makes a mistake and the ball gets ripped for a line drive up the middle to score both runs. These are playoff games. The Yankees have been playing playoff games since the first week of July, since July 4th, when they're about a 500 team. They were buried in the standings. They needed a miracle to overcome. They've been playing playoff games since then. Aaron Boone has not treated them like playoff games, not by fucking any stretch of the imagination. And they're winning through the, you know, through the winning streak, what they had done since the deadline and since the All-Star break and since July 4th in the second game of the doubleheader against the Mets was the miracle they needed. They needed a miracle. They put one together. And now they are beginning to undo that miracle. The two losses in Oakland, you can live with that. You go to Oakland four-game series. If you take two, you're happy about it, especially after what they had done leading up to that. They could afford to only take two. But to go to Anaheim against a team that's playing for nothing, a team that's fucking garbage, a terrible team, a bad lineup, awful starting pitching, a shit bullpen, and you have now lost two out of three to begin the series there? You are now two and four against the Angels in 2021 without Mike Trout? The Yankees have never played the Angels with Mike Trout this season, and they're two and four. That's unbelievable. And now they play the Angels on Wednesday, series finale. Last time they'll play them this season before an off day on Thursday and the Orioles Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This was an easy week here. This was a week where you can either keep pace with the Rays or hopefully pick up a few games. Instead, they've gone backwards. They've lost two games. And now they need to beat the Angels on Wednesday and sweep the Orioles. They just needed to win both series this week. Now they have to finish this week off undefeated. And no, that shouldn't be hard. The Angels suck. The Orioles are the worst team in baseball. Shouldn't be hard. But this team makes it hard. They make it hard because their manager makes it hard because he couldn't give a fuck about putting his players in the best possible position to succeed. And he thought he had gotten some leeway with the 13-game winning streak that he could do whatever the fuck he wanted, which was to play Brett Gardner as much as he wants because he loves Brett Gardner. 
We saw that every year of his managerial tenure. We saw it in the playoffs last year when he forced Brett Gardner into the lineup over Clint Frazier, who was finally turning into an everyday major leaguer. He forced Brett Gardner in there. He forced Kyle Agashioka in there. And he thought because he had won, the Yankees had taken hold of a playoff spot that he could do whatever the fuck he wanted again. So he starts playing Brett Gardner again. He sits Luke Voigt. He puts the lineup with Gio Urshela batting six. Odor ahead of Sanchez. Urshela ahead of Sanchez. Just doing whatever Aaron Boone wants. Well, that has ended. Because on Wednesday, you can bet your ass you'll see Luke Voigt in there. Because now, things have turned again. Things have turned badly again for the Yankees in 2021. They've turned badly for them many, 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 many times now. And this is the latest one. And, and when Boone gets to that point, he then puts out the best lineup. So you'll see Void in there. You'll see Rizzo in there, Gallo State and Judge. Sanchez will sit because Cole's pitching and he needs his security blanket and a Gashioka. But you'll see that you'll see it. You'll see LeMahieu, Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Gallo, Voigt. You'll see that top six. You'll see Urshela. You'll see Higashioka. You'll see Velasquez. You will see the best nine available players play on Wednesday because it's gotten to that point again. A four-game losing streak will get you to that point. Being eight back in the division, knowing now that the division's over and you need to hold on to that wildcard berth, you'll see the best players. What's crazy about the way this team has been managed in the lineups this whole season is that Aaron Boone does not have a contract after this season. Right now, he has 30 games left to his name as Yankees manager. He does not have anything for next season. You would think he would be putting his players almost in desperation mode, that he would be using Jonathan Lewisaga five days in a row if he needed. Because I would, because I would want to keep my job. But he's managing like he has a lifetime contract. And that's because at every fucking turn, the front office, the ownership, general manager go out on a limb to support this guy and he pays them back by making idiotic choices the Yankees lost by one run in the series opener against the Angels and they did not see Jonathan Loisega the next night there was a chance to save the game there before Jamison Tyone gave up a three spot for the second inning in a row didn't see an elite reliever there so he's just trying to get through here with the middle relief guys, I don't know what he's saving the elite guys for. A rainy day? That rainy day is now. It's September 1st. The rainy day has already passed. Because the Rays have passed you and they are not getting caught. This team was supposed to represent the American League in the World Series. They still can. But their path is way harder now. They could have gone in as a division winner, possibly the number one seed in the American League, save Cole for game one of the ALDS. Now they get to game one of the ALDS, it's not going to be Cole. And I don't know who you would even want it to be. Jordan Montgomery, I guess. I don't want to see Jamison Tyone in a playoff game. Corey Kluber's not close to giving you four or five innings even in a playoff game. And we know that strategy doesn't work. We know burning your bullpen throughout the playoffs is not the key to success. The 2019 Yankees gave us that. When Severino and Paxton and Tanaka couldn't give them length, and then come the last few games of the ALCS, Chad Green and Zach Britton couldn't get anyone out. So right now you're going to use Cole, then you're not going to have him for the first two games at the trap. 
and you think that's the best possible path to success, to ending this championship drought, to getting back to the World Series for the first time in 12 years, it's not. That's all they have left. That's all they have left. It's to get in as a wild card berth, and at this point, hopefully they can hold on to being the number one wild card spot. That's what it's come down to. So Yankees-Angels again on Wednesday night. Favorable matchup here for the Yankees. Garrett Cole, arguably the best pitcher in baseball, starting against a shitty team before they have an off day and then three games against the Orioles who are as bad as ever. This should be four wins in a row. No question about it. The Rays would do it. The Rays would win four in a row here. And the Yankees need to start playing like that if they want to hold on to the number one wild card berth. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Yankees Angels again on Wednesday. I'll be back after the game to talk about it.